This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season two. It is episode six. And unfortunately, Crowley... We are calling this one Cub Fans Lose Their Best Friend in the Whole World. I got a, uh email, internal email from the company and saw things on social media that uh, Lynn Bramer, the uh, longtime morning show host and then midday host, DJ MC, one of the greatest Cub fans ever, Lynn Bramer, had passed away after a long and courageous battle with prostate cancer. Yeah, this one hurts. You know what I mean? It's um, Lynn came to Chicago from New York and he took over as WXRT's music director in 1984. So he kind of always talked a little bit about, you know, think about coming to Chicago in 1984. What a time, right? And he started on air in 1991. And for someone like me, I have two passions in life, and that is Cubs baseball and music. And so in Lynn Bramer, I kind of found like a kindred spirit. Like this was a guy that, you know, turned me on to all the awesome music that was happening in the 90s, all the band, all the coolest bands. And, you know, he brought that same passion uh, to his Cub, to Cub fandom. And, and, and so you would see Lynn at all sorts of different events, whether it was Cub convention. Um, you would hear him do voiceovers all the time. When Ernie Banks passed away, he did a phenomenal voiceover. There are different ones about Wrigley Field. And, uh, you know, it, it was – even one of the big smiles I would get is when I would turn on 670, the score, getting ready for Pat and Ron, and Matt Spiegel would have that song. And this is what you came here for, you know, catch the Cubs game on the score. And then, like, right after that, you'd have Lynn with his little bit, right? You know, right. and now, right before leading, leading up to, you know, Cubs baseball. Pat Hughes. And it was just, just phenomenal. And, um, I got to know Lynn over the years. Um, because for me, one of the exciting things about opening day, it it was the XRT remote that they would do been doing it for, I want to say at least 20 years at Yoxie's. So from my earliest days that I was able to legally enter bars, that would be one of the stops that I would absolutely have to hit is, is uh, Yoxie's XRT. And so, um, you know, I'm going to just describe this photo right here for some listeners. This is uh, us at an opening day, just kind of hanging out, drinking some beers. The show is over and, and just such a a wonderful man. And, um, you know, just, I remember CubsCon, it was uh, 2015, CubsCon 2015. He got to do the um, uh, the session, so we saw the sessions how they get moderated by different people, 
and he got to do the session with uh, Joe Madden. So imagine that Lynn Bramer and, and Joe Madden in the same session, like how much fun that was for me to actually be a part of that. And so, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of telling, you know, in his Lynn sort of way about how he, you know, a lot of managers left in a straitjacket, Lou Pinella and, and, and Dusty Baker and Joe Mann just looks at him and he says, on that straight jacket, I'm a 44M, you know, just kind of <laughs> just absolutely those two playing off each other. God, you know, you know, Dustin, I've taped a couple Cubs conventions. I've taped a couple sessions and I wish I'd taped so many more. And I wish the Cubs would have too. I would pay anything right now to see uh, that that session again. And Lynn was just brilliant on it. And here's a picture afterwards um, a few years back with Lynn, my wife, uh, Mary Dixon, uh, and my son and my daughter. And, and my, you know, he knew my son was a drummer and he would always kind of, you know, talk about being a rock and roll star in that way that Lynn would do it. And, uh, um, when I, uh, when we started this podcast, um, you know, we, we talked about you and I, Dustin, about what we wanted to do. And, and we started in, in May, you know, in the middle of the season, we kind of just, you know, feet to the fire. Right. And, uh, you know, one thing we talked about is just having guests on the show, people that uh, people that we would like other Cub fans to get to know, you know, right. and, 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 and I think sometimes, you know, we try to keep in mind that all Cub fans don't live in the Chicagoland area and may not get XRT or may not have known everything about right. Lynn and Lynn's bin and, 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 and what they may his, not have known his voice that you described. But if you played it back and said, that's Lynn Bramer, they'd say, I know that voice. So, you know, with Lynn, like he was just everything Cubs and he was talking about one of the best, you know, um, you know, I always tweet out important dates on this date, you know, on my Twitter, on this date, the Cubs did this on this date, the Cubs did that. And a lot of times he would message me. And I remember recently I, I had, I put something out like, you know, on this date, the Cubs with the parade. And I'd put all my pictures from the day and he, he, he tweeted me back. He said, Crawley on this date, I was on the bus from Wrigley to Grand Park. And I was like, right. He was part of the parade. He was, he was on one of the buses. He was on the parade route. So, you know, what a big fan he was and how important the connection from you know Lynn Bramer to the city of Chicago and then back to the Chicago Cubs. He 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 connected two really passionate special fan bases and that's the XRT crowd and, and the Cubs crowd. And working now at the score for almost 14 years um, and Lynn probably was doing mornings for 10 of the years that I was there and we used to uh, share a wall, um, the wall that I produced from, and the wall that Lynn Bramer was on the air when we broadcast from the NBC Tower. Uh, we're back to back, and uh, Lynn started at 5:30 and went till 10. So we would see Lynn, and then sometimes after our show was over at nine o'clock, we'd be out on the couch talking sports, talking Cubs, talking Bears, talking Chicago, talking music. And then we'd be like, oh, man, shoot, I'm on the air. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a song, you know, he wasn't playing Stairway to Heaven, so the, the song had run out. He needed to get back in on the air. And he would, you know, sometimes have to drag his rear end in after emceeing a show at Metro or just being out because he wanted to see another show at the Metro or any other great venue uh, in town. 
Um, well, you know, it, when we got to the off season and, and just started to kind of write down names of cool people to interview, obviously Lynn was at the top of my list. And one of the last messages I had with him was, you know, hey, man, you know, we're doing this Fly the W podcast. You know, I'd love to have you on, you know, when, when, when you're feeling better. And he says, yeah, not really up for it now, but down the road, definitely. And um, I just keep thinking how, you know, yeah, you know, I, boy, you know, he was just something special. And so for me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, when Harry Carey passed away, I knew there was going to be my life as a Cub fan, you know, before, you know, with Harry and after Harry, right? Because he had been the soundtrack to my life for so long of listening to Cubs radio. And with Lynn Bramer, it's going to be very similar. You know, when opening day comes around, it was the greatest party at Yoxie's. It would be him, Terry Hemmert, Mary Dixon, um, Marty Leonard's would be, you know, doing the regular guy shtick. And it was the most fun thing in the world and you know this too shall pass you know everything does unfortunately you know and 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 he you know he'd always tell you it's great to be alive right and uh you know when opening day comes i'm gonna i'm gonna you know it's gonna be hard but at the same time just remembering how much fun those days were i found a video clip of of lynn and this is a clip of him um he would do the lynn's bin and he he would do the um he would do a, a Lynn's bin that was kind of special for opening day. And so if you don't know Lynn's bin, it would kind of be, he would go on these kind of tangents. He'd find a thought and thread it through with all this music in the background. But this is one from opening day and it's just classic Lynn. And I thought we would play it really quick. What is it about this time of year that makes me want to dye my hair blue or get a tattoo? Because this is the time of year that the Chicago Cubs return to Wrigley field. And sometimes a new hat is just not enough because we need our rituals because rituals are a part of human experience religious mystical sexual is there any question that baseball is rife with ritual and romance rituals have prehistoric roots and to this day rituals are about keeping groups of human beings together in malaysia you can walk on red hot burning embers to cleanse the spirit or as cup fans call it 2003 the turning of the bones ritual in Madagascar involves actually digging up the fragile remains of loved ones to dance with them. And as a Cub fan, I think we can all agree, whatever works. <laughs> Professional baseball is a simmering stockpot of ritual. Players will try anything to give them an edge. Wade Boggs ate chicken before every game. Some players took special showers to toughen the skin on their hands. Fans are no different. We will return to the tavern where we watch the Cubs win. During the playoffs, we will fly into a panic if our favorite jersey is misplaced. I tried to jinx Florida one year by grilling soy marinated Marlin steaks on my Weber. It did not work. And ever since I lost my lucky Cubs season ticket holder 
uh, season ticket holder cap in Siena, Italy last November. I am accepting responsibility. Yes, if the Cubs run into problems this year, I will blame myself and the entire country of Italy. What does this time of year make you think about dyeing your hair blue or getting a tattoo? Because we learned we trust black magic just as much as the scouts. You know, just in case there's a scenario where in our lives, Calvin Schiraldi becomes our closer. Just in case Tuffy Rhodes never hits three home runs in a game again. And what ritual this time of year combines all the passion of the famous Taiwanese chicken beheading ritual with the pageantry of the Scottish swinging fireballs ritual? This one, this ritual, the ritual of opening day, better than the first day of spring. A ritual that requires the sharing of fermented hops. A ritual that demands we don the deep blue ceremonial garb of our Chicago Cubs. Because every year we gather in a bar for our own sacred ritual. We listen to music. We sing. We chant. Let's go Cubs. We chant like monks at dawn. This ritual, this tradition handed down from mother to son, from father to daughter. Opening day at Wrigley Field. Some will paint their faces blue or dye their hair. Some will submit to a tattoo in the knowledge that all the pain was worth it. But whether or not we imprint a Cubs logo on our arms, we are all branded by the Cubs on our hearts. Because this is the year we observe this ritual for the World Series champions on 93 XRT, Chicago's finest rock. Is there anything more Cubs than that, Dustin? <laughs> Not much. I can't think of anything much more Cubs Cubs than that. It's uh, hard to listen to, but good to listen to. And I think those are the types of things that uh, Lynn would like uh, Cub fans to remember him doing. And uh, just as a producer of a morning show on Sports Talk Radio, uh, the shows I produce also had Cubs opening day broadcast in bars in Wrigleyville. And I was always jealous after the show that we had, and we had good attendance at ours, but nothing, nothing like what Lynn and the XRT crew uh, had, had down the street from us. So I would always uh, uh, be done with our broadcast after saying hello to some of the fans that had come out to see us. I would quickly make my way down there to catch the last hour or so of that. And, uh, and uh, I will always, I will always miss that. And seeing, seeing the video there, I saw some faces uh, from the station that I know very well. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's hard. And, uh, I talked to some people because of this that I haven't talked to, uh, in quite a while, had some other people reaching out that know where I work and wanted to know if I knew Lynn and if I had ever spent any time with him. And I was happy to say that, uh, I did. And I did. And I, and I think we're all more blessed for it. And, and uh, you know, like I said, just, just the greatest Cub fan I ever met, still keeping score with a pencil till the very end. <laughs> till the very end. Lots of, lots of pictures floating around out that with the, uh, with the scorecard and the uh, pencil in hand. Well, Crowley, that's a wrap. Season 2, Episode 6, Cub fans lose their best friend and the whole world is in the books. I'm sure we'll share Lynn's stories. If you have Lynn's stories, don't forget you can email the show and please don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W670 podcast. And go Cubs!